Welcome back to the Eminem Podcast. This is your host, Mike Madera, alongside Max Robinson, and we got a third person in the booth today. My name's Crip. Crip is no stranger to the Eminem Podcast for multiple reasons, and we'll kind of get into that a little bit today. But um, yeah, no, we'll get straight into it, actually. So if you guys know Crip, real name Chris, uh, he's been on before, Athlete of the Week for Wrestling, JV Athlete of the Week for Wrestling, and um, kind of gave his de- debut. Uh, Chris is a very good friend of ours. I mean, I would say so. And... We thought it would be a good idea. He's very, uh, he's very big into crypto and he's very smart when it comes to money and things along those lines. So we took it to the aspect. If you don't know, I mean, I mean, tell t- tell us a little bit about your nickname. Why why we call you what we call you? So my name's Crip, C R Y P, standing for cryptocurrency, which is digital currencies that are like decentralized from the government, basically. So it's like a new U.S. dollar almost. Yeah. In a way. yeah. Like if people know, they know in cryptocurrency. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. a big thing right now. It's NFTs, a all long that. process to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very hard to explain, but you're really good with that stuff. Yeah. So Crypt's really good with numbers, and um, we kind of were talking about merch and and how Max and I run our stuff, and we weren't too satisfied with the operation 100 because it was really hard on us, but really easy for you guys, and it took a little bit longer. So we had brought Crip in to kind of help along with that, and uh, he's doing a great job. Uh, so we offered him the position at the Eminem Podcast, kind of as that uh, assistant assistant media director type and then he helps us with our head of uh, merchandise so if you guys have any complaints you can bring it up with him but crip is now part of the m M&M podcast so that's big for us um yeah it's, it's big moves coming our way so so yeah and we have him on today we didn't want to really bring on a guest um an athlete or anything right away i think next week we're going to try to do some softball or something like that I and mean, when we went and watched a softball game today yeah and girls won their first game that was great that was a great great game uh boys are playing right now i believe unless it's over now Nah, I think I think they're probably playing or probably finishing up sometime soon. Yeah. And yeah, I mean today, as you said about the guest stuff, today's just kind of a different type of day here at Simpson for our our fans who go to Simpson. Obviously, it was campus day, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But you know, it just it didn't seem like it was the type of week just you know bring in a guest yeah, athlete because yeah, yeah. there's all these activities going on, all this different stuff, all these sports playing today. Really couldn't probably get a JV athlete if we wanted to because. I mean, baseball's playing right now, and softball, softball just got done. We saw them walking back to their dorm after uh, we were walking here. So, yeah, it's definitely a busy day for Simpson College. Uh, campus day that was that was tough. Let's tough. Yeah, it was. Let's tell them uh, what it is for the people who don't know. Uh, so, if you don't attend Simpson College, which I mean, I think like sixty percent of our audience does, so that forty percent that doesn't, uh, campus day is just where everyone gets together and kind of does their share of the community service around the school or around the town. And uh, like whether it's laying mulch or, or doing other stuff, uh, we really split up by either team, whatever sport you're in, or by class. Max and I were signed up for a class, but it kind of got moved into us going with the football team, which I'm not mad about. I had a good time with all those guys. Uh, kind of got on Coach Tovey a little bit. I don't know if he listens to this, but uh, if you do, guys, those of you familiar with Coach Tovey, wide receiver coach here at Simpson College, uh, he's been showing me fake love. You know, I hope he hears this just because, um, you know, it's a uh, he, – He is a – one of the only coaches who has bought any merch for the podcast. Yeah, so. Coach Love did too. Don't yep. sleep on Coach Love. Yep, we got to yep. get that man a hoodie. But listen, Coach Tovey out here showing me some love, and then one day he's not showing me love because I, yeah. I think it's because I'm better than tell, him at work. Tell the viewers what you're saying to Tovey about the gloves in his yeah, back listen, pocket, all that stuff. This man shows up to our community service this morning dressed like a, a full worker. We were like, working in the woods. We were yes, doing tough stuff. Look, he's wearing pants. He's wearing boots. He's wearing a hoodie. He's wearing a Dickies hat. He's like ready to go. He's got the gloves in his back pocket. 
we're sitting there lifting bricks and this man's taking pictures of us <laughs> and i'm like no like what is he doing those blo- those gloves never left his back pocket except for one time guess what time that was to give him to someone else nah when we took a team picture he put the gloves on <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah i'm on him i was on him Ooh. hard but i do have love for all of our coaches so it's, it's great but yeah coach love man he's out here slacking we gave him a t-shirt he wants a hoodie he wants a hat he's he's upset a little bit you gotta get coach right i know we're gonna we're going to we're going to but um but yeah, so the football team went out into the woods. Max and I were carrying tables on our shoulders. It but, was tough, uh, you know. That's really t- I have marks on my shoulders, red lines. It's you know, but um, and we had to carry him the most. Like apparently, if you carry him the way that would make sense in my mind to carry him, the tables would like fall apart or something. That's what he was saying. So we had to like carry him like upside down and made it like ten times worse. Yeah, but I think someone had it a lot worse than us. Uh probably. I mean, I heard that the wrestlers were kind of doing something yeah, that well, didn't sound it, too fun. Crip, why don't so, you tell uh, us a little bit about that? All right, so all the wrestlers, we went out, and we had to pick up trash alongside the highway, basically. <laughs> and we, we did we did two miles of the highway right out right outside, gone the way to Des Moines. Okay. And so we literally just, they gave us gloves, like the vest, the reflective vest. Yeah, so you didn't get hit by a car bags, or something. Yeah, some trash bags. We just go out there and pick up trash for like three hours. Did My favorite had- part of it was they didn't even give them the little stick. To I know, pick we had it up with. You use your hands. Yeah, we had to use our hands. No. Hey, oh, didn't you? Well, they run, gave us gloves. Didn't though. you run into something that you probably much would rather have not used your hands with? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you could say it. You just might have to censor it a little bit on air. But I think that'd be a good story to share with them. All right, so <laughs> I'm picking up trash. There's numerous amount of things, right? Cans, plastic, all kinds of stuff. And then come across this weird thing. I was like, "What is that? Yeah, some gooey looking thing on the floor, but it's like a cylinder. It kind of sounds like a like a flashlight. Right? Yeah, it's kind of like a flashlight. Uh, right, but if you know, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just change one of the letters in there. It, you it did it. not. It did not sound fun. So I'm glad I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So I couldn't believe someone threw that out the window. No, for real. Who 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 is doing that? Who just man has must, that on? Man must have got a girlfriend like right. in the car right then and there or something. <laughs> He's like, I'll get rid of this for you. Maybe yeah, him and his like girl were in a fight. Yeah. And she found it. She threw it out the window. Oh, he probably cried. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um. You know, it's it's. It's a crazy time today at Simpson because then they had the food trucks and tonight there's a party, the Don't Tell Rich Those party. Those food trucks were so good, by so the way. We, oh, yeah, what's oh up with Oh, my the rich? goodness. Oh, it's like Don't Tell Rich. Do you know who he, Rich he is. is? I do not. We have a teacher, rich. Barb yeah. Ramos, and she's so, so cool. And her husband is like the director of all that stuff. And that's Rich? That's Rich. Don't oh, Tell okay. Rich, apparently. But we, we had a system going for these trucks. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, the lines were super, super long. So... I ordered what Crip would want. I ordered what I would want. And I'd order what Max wanted from the same food truck. And they would do the same thing for all of us. So we all got what we wanted from the same food trucks about the same time. I'm yep. out there ordering like four quesadillas, a burrito. Lady's yeah. <laughs> just looking at me like, I ordered like, four, all this? four like, yeah, pizzas yeah. and Crip got us some Chinese food. I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah. It was a good time. So we uh, we enjoyed the food trucks. I mean, that's that's a great thing about going to the small college. I mean, not all colleges are going to do something like that. So yeah. was very blessed for all that. Yeah, fully catered. Don't got to for it no you didn't have to pay for a thing that edible cookie dough that stuff was fire it was so good except for when i went up there i thought it was ice cream because it looks like a little ice cream <laughs> yeah. thing me and tyson both went up there we both ordered they gave it to us and it like looked like cookie dough right and mm-hmm. then i took a bite of it, it was like this is just straight cookie dough bro yeah morgan, I mean, morgan it was good but like they have a shop downtown des moines morgan and i's like for one of our first days was we went eight pho and then we went to uh cookie it was a like cookie something and that's the yeah, edible cookie dough place yeah and we went there, and it was really good. They have like they'll make you a milkshake with real ice cream, and then they'll put cookie dough in it. And that sounds really good. Yeah, it's so good. It's it's about. It's Is legit. that what you got when you went? Yeah, that's what I got. Morgan just got regular cookie dough. She, she was all. She's about not it. doing it right. I know, but it was good though. It was like I, you couldn't complain. You guys noticed the Tesla was pulling that trailer. Oh right? my gosh, that was crazy! And then 
we saw that Tesla today at did, were you the, there? Yes, at the ranch. There was a Tesla on the ranch and it was all dirty. You're just driving on the dirt roads. Like, what is that you know, doing like, on there? Like like a gravel dirt road. Yeah. Like I mean, you sure you guys have like state parks up there? Yeah. Just imagine that, like through the woods, and a Tesla just drove all the way to the ranch. Saw two Teslas today in the most in the two Unusual most spots play. I never would have thought yeah, I'd see them. Trailer hooked up to the back of a Tesla. Never thought I'd see what that. Do, what Tesla model was that? X model. That thing the was doors nice. go up like that. Yeah. It's X model. That's really nice. Yeah. I don't Crazy. know. I don't know nothing about all that. But real um, fast too. Real fast. You think? So? <laughs> you no, think I know. So, so. Yeah. I'm. I'm not about Teslas. I need to be about Teslas. I don't know how much those things go for, but it's a lot. Yeah. I think those ones are like seventy to ninety. Teslas are I might cool. be wrong though. Can't you wrong. customize your like car horn on Teslas? Oh, I, I've seen yeah, that on can, TikTok. Like from your phone, you can make your car like dance and stuff. So what would and, you like, guys? The doors will move. What would you guys do as a car horn sound? I already know mine off the bat. That song yeah. that's like na 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 tequila. You know what I'm yeah, talking? Yeah. I'll do that. It'd just be that. That's a good Ooh, one. I don't know. What about you? Can you put like your own little voice clips in there? Like, <laughs> can you do sure. anything or what? I'm not sure. I know you can make like you're in the car and you like press buttons like on the screen right there and you yeah. can make the seat fart like. The passenger seat. No. That's make crazy. A fart noise. I, love I definitely have one that would be like, go follow the Eminem podcast. <laughs> so if I'm at a red light, honk my horn, just a little, just a little quick plug. Just a little yeah. podcast. Do you guys watch Danny Duncan at all? Yeah, a little, a little, little bit. Those of you guys that don't know, Danny Duncan's a YouTuber down. He does Florida and he does LA. He kind of goes back and forth, but it's mostly just Florida right now because that's where he was raised. Famous, famous YouTuber now. He kind of came up from nothing and he buys Teslas off the... He made a convertible Tesla. He just ripped the roof off. Yeah, I saw that, right. actually. Didn't he, he blow one up? Yeah, 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 yeah. He loves turning the back seat heater on for his friends. <laughs> they don't know because he's got the screen yeah, up there. Yeah. And they'll just be sweating. I heard those things are hot, too, so that's really funny. Yeah, especially if he's in Florida, too. That's what I'm saying. You I don't could, need to have a heater on there. No, 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 nothing like that. But uh, air conditioning seats. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think they, they have those, too, I'm sure. I mean, nice car, newer cars do, so... Yeah, maybe. Tesla's know. got, like, everything. Yeah, I know. And in like 20 years, it's going to be even crazier. Elon Musk, man. He's doing good. I don't know if you guys have heard that song either, but it's fire too. I, I rock one? with it. Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who sings that? I, I don't know. Let me check. I mean, you can. Yeah, sure. Be on it. That's our, our web thing too. <clears throat> Tyloo, let us know in the comments who sings it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something we're trying to do also here at the Eminem Podcast. I mean, I, we, Max and I, and, and now Crip, we're trying to learn from other podcasts i mean i listen to full send i listen to joe rogan i listen to two bears one cave and like the one main thing that i take from the number one podcast in america is the joe rogan show yeah and he's got the guy in the, in the back with the tv and he'll be like why don't you why don't you look this up and he'll look it up and you can see like what he's looking up well, like yeah. what we're talking like the tesla which tesla is that look it up you know custom horns all this so yeah that actually is, that'd be pretty cool yeah no i i don't know if i'd want a car that nice what do you mean? I like it's I, a lot of like pressure to make sure you're keeping good care of it and stuff. But I'm if I have the money for a Tesla, I think I'd want a Tesla. I think I mean I don't it's know. good for I'm the all environment. About, it is. I'm all about that luxury lifestyle. That's yeah. what I want. That's yeah. all I want. I agree, I, and I'm I'm like, with you too. Luxury lifestyle. I used to have that mindset when I was working in high school because I had the money. I, I've been working forever, you know. Yeah. So like, if I had the money, I was gonna spend the money. But now where I'm in college, I'm like, I got saved, man. Why aren't I saving money? I I can just be spending it on little things until. I have the opportunity to be able to spend money like it's nothing, you know? Yeah. See, for me, it was kind of the opposite. Like, I was very, like, stingy, stubborn about spending money in high school. And, like, like you've seen all my gift cards and stuff about asking for those yeah. for Christmas, my birthday, so I don't have to spend my own money on food when I go out. And, I mean, I'm still pretty good with my money, but I've definitely, like, been more, like, fr I spent my money more freely in college than I have in high school. But I agree. I agree. Um... 
Yeah, I've, I do not. I mean, I, tr- I do not. I try not to spend a lot of money. It's hard, though. I mean, especially like. Oh, I just have, want some McDonald's. Right. Just having that, dollars, that urge to want to go out. Like, I yeah. got it. I want to spend it. I got it. I want to go here. But at the same time, you got to have a good time with your friends and, and do things, you know, like going to the movies, watching Batman, going to do this, you know. Yep. People need to understand that, especially in the time we're at right now, which kind of brings us up to one of our topics today, which we were going to really get deep into was kind of like a few episodes ago, if you guys were listening, we talked a little bit about like uh, music and how it helped like our mental health. And, and I sat down with Max and I said, I think mental health is something big that college students need to like listen about. And, and we just have, anybody in general. Yeah, everybody. But I mean, like, especially us right now at the end of the school year, we got finals coming up. It's hard. It is. Yeah. And, and we got groups at school like Storm Speaks. And I know Cameron Kincaid, she runs that. And then she's the president. Jack Boots Miller ran it. Um, it's it's hard. And being a part of something like that really can benefit your mental health. And and something that stuck out when we went to Storm Speaks, we did the bingo and it was like the mental health bingo and like what you can do to help. A lot of that stuff I still do just from listening to that because I'm so overwhelmed with school. I hang out with my friends a lot. I take like long showers. I listen to music. It kind of relaxes me. And I love taking a low time, like alone time. Something I've recently done is uh, like I'll sit down and I'll look at something that that's very important to me. A couple nights ago, I was really stressed out, so I had to go take a little walk and a little break. Sat by the football field and I just looked at the field and I was like, understand like football is very important to me, and I I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be working as hard as I am if it wasn't for football. Caught my breath, was good to go, you know. Yeah. Uh, especially having the right group around you. I got a great great group of friends. I got a great dude. I do the po- great dudes that I do the podcast with now. You know, so like being surrounded with good people, because no matter what anybody tells you, you're going to end up like the people you hang out with. And I would love nothing, le- nothing more to end up like you guys. You know you're what I'm just, saying? Yeah, like your group, your circle, all that stuff, right? Whatever you want to call it. You're just uh, like a representation of what all they do because you take away little parts from each of them. And those can be really good things, but they can also be bad things. So that's really important to just make sure that you're hanging around the right people whether it's uh, in sports or just, you know, with your friends and stuff outside of that. Like, it's important to make sure you're around the good good people who are going to make sure you're pushing yourself every day to be better. No, 100%. And people don't understand that, like, when you do something, like, this is a perfect story, and I'll, and I'll be okay sharing this, but in high school, my uh, my junior year, my coach, uh, Coach Van Cly, uh my best friend by far since middle school, uh, was starting to get hanging around the wrong crowd and doing stupid stuff. And it was one of our last practices, and he was so upset that I was playing varsity and he was playing JV, and he didn't want to play JV. He wouldn't even show up to the JV games. So, like, I was like, man, like, if you're going to hustle, like, you got to start from bottom and work up. Like, yeah. And I had to do it. These guys had to do it. Like, you can do it. Like, it's not that hard, man. Like, run the ladder, you know? And he uh, he quit to do some stupid stuff, you know? And uh, he was in the crowd, and... While he was in the crowd, we're in a varsity game, scored the first touchdown of the game. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm walking up. And he's in the crowd, and he's like, Mike, Mike. And I turn around, he's like, let's go. And, and it was it's funny because he was big, too, and then my other friend was big. And we, they used to call us the We Bear Bears because we all <laughs> looked like, you know, little chunks. Yeah. And uh, he's like, We Bear Bear. And I was like, yeah. And then my coach grabbed me quick. And he's like, are you stupid? He's like, pull your head out of your You know, and just kind of gave me the spiel. And he's like, Surround yourself with people who have the same vision as you. And he walked away like with that. I went out the next drive. My mind was everywhere, everywhere but football. Yeah. We scored. My coach was like, let's go, dabbing everyone up. I didn't shake his hand. I like kept walking. He's like, and he like grabbed me. He like shook my hand, like forced me. He's like, get your mind right. After the game, like he sat down. He, 
and and I've gone through a lot in high school, you know, like it goes back to that mental health thing. Like I, one time I had like a breakdown on senior night and then he sat there with me through all of it. But for him to be able to like sit down and be like, listen, man, you are going to end up like the people you hang out with and you need to understand that. And I want the best for you and you have a lot of potential and you can't surround yourself with that. That was the last time I ever talked to that kid was at that football game. Damn. Wow. Never spoke to him. I mean, he texted me once in a while. He's like, hey, man, keep grinding like you're doing yeah. good. And I'm like, I preach to them, man. I wish nothing but the best for him, and I hope he, he's getting his stuff right. And from what it looks like he is. But, man, like, you can't you can't make that stuff up because that's something I'll remember for the rest of my life, that if I see someone who doesn't have the same vision and same, like, drive as me, I'm not going to surround myself with them. What do I have to benefit? What do you have to benefit me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I pick something out from each of my friends. Max's money saving and all that, that's something I picked up from him big time. My crypto and all that stuff and, and the love you have for all that stuff and the passion you have for wrestling, pick that up from you. You know, so it's like you pick those things up from your people and you grow as a person. And I feel like that's the most important thing you do of, of having friends. I think that's true. I don't think I could have said that any better. Um, I agree. I've learned a lot from both you, all my friends throughout my whole life, right? And... As I said before, it's just really important to surround yourself with those good guys because I know every day I wake up, I'm going to go see Mike and go see Crip, whoever I'm going to see that day, right? Those close people to me, they're going to make me better. They're going to remind me that the things I'm doing, I'm doing them because I know it's going to benefit me in the future and I'm not just doing it because I'm just not acting a fool, being an idiot. Like there's purpose in what I'm doing and having people like Mike and Crip around you make it a lot easier, remind you to keep pushing for those goals and the dreams that you got. I feel like a a big thing that helps with like mental health too is and making sure you're right like around the right people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right right group of friends is you know keeping yourself like know your worth basically like okay. know that this is what you want. Know that this is what you're capable of. 100%. Don't think less of yourself and like think oh maybe I am just like them even if you're not. Right. Because right, right, like right. you don't want to just settle for anything you want to go and achieve something. Of course. And that's something like that's big. You have to you have to have goals and you have to set those goals. My goals for football, which is like so big, I've been doing this since my junior year of high school, was I want to play varsity. I want to I want to mess up zero sack or zero snaps. I want to allow zero sacks. I haven't done that yet. I mean, I, I started varsity. I was the only one. Um, messed up a snap snap in high school. I've, I've said that story before. If my coach hears this, he's gonna, he doesn't know about this, but I'm gonna say it now. Okay. My, my you may, you've heard this story. story. My uh, my junior year, my football. My quarterback is in there. It's homecoming. We, my coach had never won a homecoming. That year, he didn't win either. My, until my senior year, we won. Junior year, my my QB gets sacked or something. He's upset. He is pissed. And he comes off to the sidelines. Oh, line, pick it up. You know, like just giving you the spew. Never say that never, to your no, old line no. if you're a quarterback. Like, you just never say, hey, say like, that Hey, guys, you got it. You know, like, hey, keep working. Like, I need you guys. Yeah, if you I make them mad, they're protecting right, you. Right, right, right. Brett just joined. So, he knows that very well. <laughs> so... Yeah, Brett, you need to know this. So, um, but no. So my quarterback chews my ass, and then he well he yells at all of us. And then he chews me. He's like, "You need to hold your block longer. You need to pick up your snap." And in my head, I'm like, "All right, I'm picking it up." Right? I'm sitting yeah. there. I'm walking back off to the field to go on offense, and my homie Jr. was like, "Hey, you're good." And I was like, "I'm gonna snap this ball over his head." That's what I said, and I walked mm. out there. No way in my head am I gonna go snap this football over his head. Yeah. First snap, I I, I get down. I'm looking around. I call I call the block or whatever. We're on like the ten yard line. And I hear, ready, ready. Or, like, the our cadence wasn't that. But, like, it was like, ready. And I was like, I'm doing it. Boom. Over oh. his head into the end zone. They they picked it up. 
yeah, not good. My coach was pissed. He was uh, upset. I told him I was just wasn't. Like, I don't know what happened. It slipped. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did that. I did that. That's on me. That's on me. I'll <laughs> that take is that. crazy. I'll take that. I this never... episode, I think I'm gonna send the link to your high school coach. No, 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 no. no. He's not my coach anymore. He left my senior year too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, he. Um, yeah, that was bad. I would never do that again. But that was kind of off track. What was I? I was going on about um, just. Oh, man, I don't even know what we're talking about before that. That's just kind of That's part right. of this. That's just kind of part of it. But yeah, no. So, so like knowing your worth and my goals was so important to me coming into college because I started off as that scout team guy and that guy that was just going to be on JV and I was okay with that and I settled for that. But I had wrote down three things in my locker. First string or second string, mess up zero snaps, allow zero sacks. I allowed a couple sacks. My first snap of varsity football, I allowed a sack. Did I mess the snap up? Nah. nah. Never messed the snap up. Um, and I was starting varsity. So... Being able to do that was like accomplished a little bit. Yeah. But I want to feed for more. I only played in four or five games. Next year I want to play all ten. I don't want to get hurt again. I want to be smart and I want to allow zero sacks. That's something like my goals. Knowing your worth and being able to set those goals and achieve them, having that drive and surround yourself with the right people is what's going to help you accomplish those things. I agree with all that. And for anyone out there, you know, thinking uh, maybe you were a freshman athlete or just even a freshman high school, college, any of that. You didn't play that much, right? Like me and Mike, we didn't. I didn't play at all on our varsity team last year, but we're both taking steps forward, right? And I'm, I'm ready to step into a bigger role next year for the team and all that stuff. So don't just think because someone's getting their time now or starting their process now that yours isn't coming or uh, you're not on the road to success because everyone's road is there. It's just a different path. It takes us all a different time to get there and different steps of the way. So you just got to trust the process, stay committed, and control what you can control so you can get there. 100%. It's always different for everybody. Everyone's got different roads. Everyone's got different backgrounds. You just got to kind of trust your path and, and go the way you're going to go. Yeah, 100% agree. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing, yeah. nothing else to it. And, you know, like you being a wrestler, so much respect, man. I wrestled three years in high school, all middle school, you know. Like, I I, I struggled, man. I struggled wrestling because it's yeah. such a mentally and physically tough sport. There was a time where it got – so I was, like, really good when I was little. Yeah. And then – I got the picture, I know. <laughs> I was like three medals on so yeah, yeah, yeah but uh so then like I got older and I wasn't really aggressive much or anything until later in high school so in middle school I wasn't performing as well yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it's hard to like go from winning all the time and then to not winning all the time you know yeah like it's pretty upsetting so it's hard to deal with that and overcome it but it's- I mean once you overcome it you're better than you were before what were some things that you did during that time to like help help yourself keep focus and all those things to overcome? The big, honestly, the big thing was knowing my worth. Cause I'd go out there and I'd be like, go to wrestle this kid, right? I don't even know who he is, but for some reason I would just like psych myself out, almost like, yo, this kid's good. Oh, I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to lose. I'm just trying to survive. But what you gotta do is you gotta, you wanna go in there and you wanna. You don't want to just survive. You want to dominate the match. You want to. You want to be the one causing action, setting the pace. Yeah, and, and you also you you sometimes like I don't know if you ever did this, but I'd always try to scout out who I was wrestling or who I weighed in. I like, actually did the exact opposite. Are you serious? You wouldn't even care. I don't even, I don't even know how to read a bracket to this day. Are you serious? I don't, man? I don't even look at my own brackets. Dude, my coach is like, "You're up in three on this mat. All right, I'll be there." See, and that's crazy. That's interesting. See, that's I like crazy that. because I'm I'm the total opposite. I'm so like I need to see who I'm wrestling. And that and it bit me in the butt, dude. Yep. My eighth grade year, I hold the middle school record for the fastest pin. <laughs> I've said this. I have the video. Um, my coach tells me like you're wrestling him. And it was this kid, 
eighth grade, big for no reason. Had a mullet, had arms, <laughs> oh, knee sleeve. Mullet, oh. A heavyweight with a knee sleeve? Nah, bro. Raps. I was done. Yeah. I was done, though. Sitting there, he's all getting warmed up, and I'm like, no, I'm going to go die, man. I'm, I'm going to get out there and get killed. Mm-hmm. Check in. Little scrub. Checks in next <laughs> to me, and I just look at him, and he's like, my name's this. I'm like, this is who I'm wrestling. Confidence through the roof. Pin him, head toss, fastest thing I've ever done. Stupidest thing I've ever done, honestly, because if you're a real wrestler, yeah. you know, like, that's kind of a cheap way to go out of it. Yep. But, but, um, it's like a 50 50 shot. Right. It's like you're yeah. going to get it or you're not, and you're going to get taken down. But so, like, like being able to do that and just kind of like, if I wouldn't have been in that situation, I just would have had that strong mindset of, like, it don't matter who's out there. He could be out there. He could be out there. I'm going to whoop them both. It doesn't matter. Well, that's what I do now. I sit out there and I look at our, our starting defensive linemen. I start looking at Coe's starting defensive linemen. I don't care who you are. I don't care how big you are. I don't care if you're an All American if you're a freshman. It's fine. Yeah. You're going to get work just like everyone else. And that's what it needs to come down to. We need to all have that mindset. And that's something we're all starting to get here at Simpson College. Yeah, for me, I definitely sit like I didn't do wrestling in high school and middle school like you guys. But for me, that mindset came for, through basketball because in basketball, I wasn't really one of the tallest guys ever. Like I was always kind of on the shorter end of the team because, you know, people in basketball, once you get higher levels, they're all pretty tall. And going in, you know, going into lane trying to shoot and stuff, that's difficult. Because when they're all that tall but at some point I just like told myself like nah like I gotta be a beast I just gotta like outwork these dudes be stronger than them so just go in you know you just go up I literally sometimes I go up for a layup I just would be flexing like my biceps would be flexed as I'm going up and I just like would brace for the contact get the n one you know go crazy after that and then I carried that mindset over into football like my junior senior year and I think that helped a lot it was just like like at this corner this safety blah blah whoever they were like if they if they're three star no star whatever they are I'm gonna beat them on this route I'm gonna right. put them on the grass on this block you know whatever it was just that's why I never looked at brackets I didn't know where he was from didn't know his record didn't know if he was good because right. you know track wrestling you could see oh it's you a five star four star wrestler two star wrestler. no I was ranked on track wrestling oh yeah one star <laughs> yeah just a one star bro it was not that serious I was like. I thought it was hot shit because I had a star. I don't even but... know what mine is because I never looked. And now, see, dude, that's something you need to do, man. I promise you, you're like a probably eight star, bro. You've been wrestling nah, since you were nah, a peewee, bro. I, I think it only goes to five. But... <laughs> <laughs> and it's that's like hard to do, too. It's yeah. like the kids that are fives are like mm-hmm. lost one match the whole year. See, and that's it's crazy that we're sitting here talking about mindsets because last week we had Shelby on and she was telling us of how important like go, going into a next match, like your your next little competition, yeah. it, like how important it is to have the right mindset and get be prepared. And it, so it just it travels across the board no matter what you're doing, and that shows. Speech, debate, plays, all of that, man. I was in a play. I was in two in high school. You know, you ever seen the... the was that was a fun or what? Dude, it was lit. I, it was think like, so. I was in theater class. Yeah. Improv? Improv is fun. Dude, people don't understand. It's slept on. Yeah, improv is lit. Yeah, I was in I was in choir for until my teachers like kind of got on me because of the people I was hanging out with. Another example. Um, and I quit because I was not going to have it. Mm. But I was in a, The Lion King. You know, oh. Dude, you know who I was? You remember the hyenas? Yeah. You remember the stupid one, Ed? Yeah, that was me, man. Like, <laughs> my lines were like, Mwah. like I was just making <laughs> funny noises and stuff. Yeah, that was me. I was I was on that. But it, it was a fun time, and I wouldn't have traded it for it. It was just memories, you know? I mean, that sounds cool. I never was able to do any of that, but um, my I think it was my junior year, maybe, maybe my sophomore year, but one of our basketball captains got the lead or like the second biggest role in the play, right? And before that, our school hadn't really ever had someone who was that good of an athlete also 
be that high up yeah. in a play or so, like a performance that school put on. So that was yeah, really cool mean, to see people do like do those that groups stuff. seem to divide themselves. Yeah, from each other, especially yeah. when the schools are bigger. I feel like yeah. those groups get more uh, defined and they're just like separate away from each other. And I think that's also one of the things I kind of like about Simpson because like the campus day stuff, like all that, it keeps us connected as a whole. And, like, obviously there's still going to be groups where no matter where you go. Yeah. It just happens because we all play different sports and like different things. But I feel like Simpson does a really good job of just connecting it. I mean, like, looking at, like, the group of friends I hang out with, it's not just straight football guys. we got wrestlers. we got baseball guys. we got guys from all over the place, girls yeah. from different sports, different things here. So I think that's just a cool thing about Simpson, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's a cool thing about our group, too. Yeah. We have, like, every sport – yeah. Everyone, people that don't play sports. Right, we're kind of a mix. Yeah. But this is crazy, too, because, like, as we're talking about this, um, in high school, I don't know if you guys know who Brandon Sheriff is. We went to the same high school. He's a yeah. lot older than me, though. Um, funny story, last time my high school went to the playoffs was when he was a senior playing quarterback. But he and plays offensive line now. Now Brandon and Sheriff is one a five-time Pro Bowler in the NFL. Yep. Yeah, he just got traded. Really, uh Acquired player on the Jaguars. Yeah, so now, so so he's one of the best offensive linemen in the league from Iowa to Florida. From, exactly, which is crazy. Well, Iowa to Washington to Florida. Yeah, but um, it it's so crazy because he was the biggest band guy in in our school. What biggest dude? There's a video. We we've had the same band teacher forever yeah. since he was in high school. There's a video of him lining up with my band teacher, and my band teacher's smaller than you, Crip. He's like kind of just a small dude. <laughs> yeah, and he just picks him up and throws him. Yeah, and this Wait, dude, the band teacher did that. No, no, oh, okay, Brandon okay, Sheriff. Okay. Brandon Sheriff is six five, three hundred and fifteen pounds. Yeah, that is a man. I have a picture with him. He his hand could wrap around my head and pick me up. His hands are huge. Yeah, how the heck was he a quarterback? That's crazy. Um, he was the mo- he was athletic. Yeah, yeah makes sense. You know, I mean, and, and that just proves offensive line can be athletic. But that's besides <laughs> the point. He went from like quarterback to tight end to offensive line at Iowa. But at Iowa, he just played a line, and um, you know, they it showed because like. He was a mix with the band kids and this and this and like why why does there have to be like the band kids and the athlete we're all the, we're all people we're all doing the same stuff we all have the same intentions of being better showing the best versions of ourselves yeah and that's what he was out here doing you want to hear a good story let's hear it Brandon Sheriff chose Iowa out of all the rest of the colleges he got offers from for one reason Iowa's coach when he came to talk to us didn't walk through the grass. He took the sidewalk all my school had like a long sidewalk around to the door, but you could take the shortcut and walk through the grass. I was coach walked all the way around the sidewalk, went in, shook his hand, had the conversation. Every other coach that came to talk to him through the grass, shortcut, side door, so on. You know what's crazy about that story? Tell me how similar it is to what Coach Kelly told you and I. The other day, and I know we like to rip on Coach Kelly a lot in this podcast. But this but is Coach serious. Kelly yeah. was talking about how Steph Curry, uh, before he signed with Under Armour, right, he had a meeting conference with Nike, and their presentation they used like the same one, and then they they used the same one they did with Kevin Durant, and but they just deleted all the stuff, but they screwed up. Kevin Durant's name was still on like one of the slides, and it just looked really bad, like re- really like just put together, almost someone did it in like ten minutes, right? Yeah. And then when you went to Under Armour. They had all. They had a really nice display, all that stuff for him. And Coach Kelly was just telling how that relates to football and just life in general. And if you're not detail oriented, it's you're just gonna screw up and you're not gonna get what you're working for because the little things are what matter in the long run. Exactly, and that's something that Coach Kelly loves to preach about on the offensive line as well. 
he likes to tell us like our, our footwork and he, it's not even him telling us it's like the facts if your footwork isn't down as an offensive lineman you will get beat nine out of ten times so him telling us like you're stepping not at the right angle fix your step fix your hip mobility fix your you know and it's like that's all very very important on top of knowing the play and on top of knowing who you're supposed to block but it's like those little things all add up and translate to life it's all the little things like you're not going to be successful at life just you're not just going to be handed million dollars you know yeah you have to go to college you have to do that and not everyone has to go to college you know there's ways that you can be an entrepreneur and, and do certain things but how do you expect to be the best version of yourself if you're not working for it makes sense it doesn't just get handed to you never never nothing never, gets never. handed out no, no you gotta no, work no. for everything and, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, you look at all, like, the local businesses here. That's why I support local businesses always. Like, I love yeah. going to the square, eating at Brick House, eating at Pete's Pizza, which I haven't had yet, but I need to get on. <laughs> we were you talking know, about it a lot. We were. We yeah, haven't yeah, had we it almost yet. went yesterday, didn't we? Uh, two and today ago. we were talking yeah, about we it. Yeah, we were talking about it today. Where did we go yesterday? Sports page. Yeah. That was on uh, uh, Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you got to be into what you're doing. You have to love what you do. And that's why, like, my, for me personally, I mean, I, I'm an education major because of the impact that teachers have had on my life and going on to seeing the change that they've had on me because I've done a whole 360. I mean, I used to be that troubled little kid that wouldn't care about school and all of this. And I turned that from teachers saying, hey, man, like, why don't you try football? And football did the 180. And, and that's what I was all about. And I love playing football. And and it made me try in the classroom, and then coaches were always on. Like, that. my coach, if I didn't have my coach, I'd still be hanging out with that knucklehead kid. Yeah. And I'd be probably in the wrong crowd, you know. And what, what what would I have benefited from that? What did he have to offer me? Nothing. So so it shows, like, how important to detail you as a person are in the, in the work you put in, the steps you do to achieve what you can achieve. And Coach Kelly said it perfect. Like, Steph Curry would have signed with Nike if they wouldn't have messed all that up. And, and, and I mean, Under Armour did offer him like 1.5 more million. But, yeah, but the but crazy thing is. At the end of the day, is, yeah. Nike, Under Armour, come on. Which one would you choose? Me? Like, consider they both had the same presentation. You're going to choose Nike or Under Armour. I'm going to choose Nike. Nike. Everyone's going to choose Nike. Right. It's bigger. So, Nike, they could have done, like, they they did worse than the bare minimum. Like, they probably could have done the bare minimum. The bare minimum and signed Curry, but yeah, they, literally they didn't took, even do that. Took that presentation and just flipped. And do you know how much Curry's worth to Under Armour right now? Fourteen billion. For fourteen billion dollars. Wow. Nike would have been a whole different ball game. Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, of most of our viewers and us three, our generation, Curry's been the most influential influential player in the NBA. I mean, LeBron too, but like with three pointers and stuff, it's been Curry. Hundred percent. And they really screwed that up, like. We could have put a better presentation together probably than that. They literally <laughs> yeah. had Kevin Durant's name on one of the slides. Yeah. That's and insane. I can't believe that. I yeah. know, right? That's, I mean, how do you mess something like that up? Especially really, at that level. I know. You know what's funny? That this, oh my gosh, I'm about to get on Coach Kelly. This is perfect. <laughs> my letter of intent, like when they sell you, like send you your letter to sign yeah. on signing day, said baseball, football and baseball. I was like, this man just sent me the same Ooh. letter as someone else. I was like, hey, Coach, is it supposed to have that? And he was like, I'm going to send you a new one right now. And I was like, all right, Coach. Sorry, see? I'm going to tell him that, man. I'm going to get on him now that it reminded me. But That's funny. That's crazy. It is funny. He definitely freaked out a little bit when he got that text. <laughs> he was, he was like, like, oh. Oh. No way I did that. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think I ever looked. Like, he sent me those, right? Yeah. I don't think I ever looked at it that close enough to realize something like that. You better. Because we didn't do that at our school. Man's on the baseball D3, team. You don't even swear. know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. I My, got a game uh, right now. Well, and, and here's another thing, man. This was another part of, like, how close and, and my coach was to our life was uh, we signed our letters and he took them, you know, and I was like, oh, he's probably going to file them or something because, you know, 
not a lot of kids from my school go to play college football, even though we're 4A f- football, you know? It's yeah. like, it's, it's just, we're such a small football-based community. We're bigger in, like, the bowling, the the speech, and that stuff, so. Bowling? Bo- we just won state in bowling. You guys have a bowling At, team? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, we just won state, bro. We're state champs. Dennis and, Dennis and Slesley, yeah. Crazy. Um, But, yeah, so, so like, my, one of the last days of school, where he had like already told me he was leaving and all this stuff. I mean, we, we had that conversation when it came, but he uh he handed me my pl- like a a nice frame with my letter of intent, and he's like, "Don't ever lose this, man. Like, something's gonna be very important to you." And like I took that to heart too. And you know, and I, I Dang, I'm I telling all these stories. Mine. I know, man. I'm, and I'm telling all these stories about about him, but this is, and this is the last one, I promise. But this is something very very important to me because this is something that stuck in my head. And I was about to tell coach about this yesterday too. Quarterback, that same quarterback. I still hang out. I was literally with him like two weeks ago. But um, in practice, he couldn't throw a hitch to save his life because say they're sending a six man blitz, you're gonna throw the hitch. You know what I'm talking about? They blitz that outside linebacker. You you want to get that hitch quick? Yeah. Kept getting sacked. He would keep getting sacked, like in practice, like fake sack, fake sack, you know. Um, my coach is like yelling at us, like pick up the right block. So if we're sliding left and the right end goes, he's upset because the right end went. If we slide right and pick up that right end, the left end's gone. Who do we pick up, you know? My co- coldest day of the year, and I'm trying to be tough. I got my shirt rolled up, like yeah. I'm living my life. My coach yells at my quarterback. He picks up the football. He's, he's chewing our butts too. Throws it at me. He's two feet away from me. Dang. Hard. Bounces off my belly. Boom. <laughs> I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm gonna get it together. I'm sorry, you know. Toughened it out. We go through practice. He takes the quarterback out. That's how I knew he was upset at the quarterback because he chewed me. He didn't chew my quarterback. That's how I knew he was upset. Quarterback's out. New quarterback's in. We get it together. End of practice. Coach apologizes to me in front of in front of. And I was like, No, you're good, coach. And he's like, No, I'm not. You know, like I haven't been in the right mindset. Like I'm sorry. Blah blah. He had found out already. He was moving, but he didn't tell any of us. Yeah. Uh, I was the first person he actually told, which is crazy. But um, he he had told me that he had did it to set an example for my quarterback. And to open his eyes, because he knew that if he would have done that to my quarterback, he wouldn't have been able to handle it. Yeah, as broke. as as well as I would have. And he knows me on that personal level. And it's like when he said that, I'm like, you know, people have are, are get coached in different ways, and that's how he got coached. And he didn't get sacked after that when they were sending blitz because he knew that get rid of it fast, you know. So so when he did that, that, that set that mindset in me where I was like, sometimes there's gonna be times where you're gonna be set as an example. Take it, move on. Someone learn from you. That's okay. You know, part of all of being like an educator, being being a leader and all that, it, it takes those things, you know. Spencer Finch is the perfect example from that. Those of you who don't know Spencer, starting left guard uh, here at Simpson. Great guy. Great guy. He Probably the best guy in the no, football team when he, it comes to a human yeah, being. Yeah, he will volunteer to do <laughs> things that underclassmen should be doing, yeah. you know, and he'll still step up and do it. When And, and I that's nothing but respect. Why is he out there doing it? He has no reason to be out there. Concession stands at it. No one was stepping up. I mean, a few freshmen did, but he was like, I'll do it, coach. Coach, like, oh, never mind. Like, we got freshmen. You're good. We actually have some kids on our team. Like, they went and picked up trash with us today, and they're not coming back next year. They graduate. But they still come in with all the team activities and everything. And that's what I'm saying. Like, these are, good th- these, are mem- these are moments you're never going to, like, yeah. get back. My coach told me we were playing Harlan. Uh, he screamed, my own kids don't even wear red. You know, he's our defensive lineman, defensive uh, coordinator. And, and I'm like, wow, like, all right, he gave us the spiel. And he's like, you will never feel this feeling you have again. You will graduate, you can play in college, but it will never feel like Friday Night Lights. And, and he was right, man. Yeah. Nothing feels like that. Nothing feels like that feeling. You just can't get that stuff back. It's a lot of great memories over the year, and you don't realize while you're doing them that they're going to be a great memory someday. So 
something I've picked up a lot on because, you know, there's things I miss from high school that I'm never going to get back, such as Friday Night Lights. And it's made me a lot more appreciative just to enjoy the moments. Like, even during the podcast, during these shows, it's like in 50 years. I mean, it'd be cool if you're still doing it, right? That means we've been doing a pretty good job with it. Right. But in like 50 years, who knows? Probably probably not going to be doing it, you know? Who knows, though? That door will always still be open, but just got to appreciate the things now. So looking back and think, wow, we really got to do that. That was really cool. I just have a different appreciation for the podcast for so many reasons. Um, we grind so hard at it because maybe this is our escape, you know? If I can grow up in 20 years and be like, what do you do for a living? I run a podcast, man. That would be awesome. That'd be insane. I would, I would love I would, that. I would love to be able to say, man, yeah, I got a studio. We have I a get to go talk to Mike every day. I sit on a, I sit on a couch, man, record podcasts with famous people, man. Who, who wouldn't want that, you know? But it's so hard to be able to like, do this, grow that this. fan base to get to that stage. You got you got to have a special talent, and and I think we have potential, but it's like, yeah, what are we gonna do to step it up? And that's something we talk about every day, and that's something that's why we brought you onto the team. You always have something to offer, in the works of making a website, in in the works of the merch, and and be, making it more affordable to all the students, you know, and yeah, and all that stuff. Now we're we're working to be greater every day, and and that's something I'm so appreciative of you coming on the team and, and handling like that. So. Like I said, we're trying to be great, and that's all it is. Yep. Uh, we're coming to the end of the episode. Uh, those of you that uh, listened over over live, man, we appreciate you guys. And those of you listening over Spotify, so grateful for all of you. I hope you learned something from this episode. I mean, we talked a lot about just kind of life, mental health, and uh, mindset. So take something from it. And uh, always reach out if you guys ever want to just have a chat and, and want us to talk about something special Eminem on the podcast. podcast is here. Always here. For everyone. Everyone. So if you ever want something to be said on the podcast and uh, something to talk about, get us on, man. Just hit us in the DM, and we would love to just chat and see what you guys are feeling because that helps us grow. Yeah, hear, the, for who hear we everyone's are. ideas. Of course, 100%. I mean, we're trying to grow No every idea day. is a bad idea. They're um, just not as good ideas. <laughs> 100%, I like that. 100%. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the Eminem podcast. Uh, you guys want to say, Craig, you going to cramp? Or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Probably, cramped. probably a good cramped. time to yeah. end it. But yeah. uh, no, wait. He's got you think there's any chance I could get another karaoke tonight or what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone show up yeah. to Black Box 10 o'clock, watch Crit perform on stage. I'm, I'm going to try to get on stage again. Yeah. I was last night. It was pretty fun. Oh, we didn't even talk lie. about that. Yeah, oh, my we gosh. Didn't, we didn't talk about much Me, about campus day. Yeah. We, we last st- night, Crip, Tyson, and I, and Maddie, and some other people. people were all... Jay Jensen was there all performing oh, yeah. chicken fried on yeah, stage. chicken fried. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun, so... So, yeah. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Again, uh, if you guys didn't hear, mental health, mindset, and... Chicken fried was uh, the topics this week. So uh, make sure you tune in next week at 8. And if you guys didn't get a chance to listen over Instagram, tune into our Spotify. It'll be in the link in our bio. Uh, this is Mike signing out. Max signing out. And Crip.